Hey everybody, Mike Sawpol here, and today on Planning Tips, we're talking why you should avoid the cost question first. This is the EMG Podcast. We've returned, ladies and gentlemen. We have returned. It's been about a month, boys. Has it? Has it not? Since we've been here on the old microphone. Yeah. Mike, you did. You did what Tom usually does when he MCs. You what did I this? do? I did. I opened my mouth, and then there was five seconds of tape delay, and then I spoke. No, I don't open my mouth. I just hold the mic oh, to right, my right. to my mouth. Yeah. What's going on then, with that? You do yeah, that a lot. Why do you do that? We were supposed to talk about that last episode in the uh, MC. So, so were we? Let me let me just set the stage. When Tommy has to MC at a wedding, right? It's like, okay, Tom, make this announcement now. He'll immediately raise the microphone to his mouth and then wait for five seconds and then say something. Because I'm it's considering the options of fire that I want to hit people with. You know, oh, there's like there's like three or four roadmaps that we can go to. Oh, yeah. Good God. Well, boys, today this is one. Uh, this topic I've been wanting to do for a while. It's why you should avoid the cost question first. So that is when you are uh, shopping around, when you are considering, you know, which wedding vendors you want to work with. Uh, why you need to avoid asking the, you know, how much do you cost question as your leading question. Now. We'll preface that with saying that we know that cost is important, right? We know that budget is important. However, it's a silly first question because it it will inevitably end up disqualifying lots of qualified vendors that after you learn about their value, you might want to actually shift your budget around to allocate more funds uh, you know, in one uh, vendor bucket than the other. So the big takeaway right now is, uh, you know, let's avoid that question first. Now, what I'd like to do is have a conversation about, mm -hmm. you know, the, the particulars of it, right. you know? So, uh, Mike, I'm going to go to you first here. So you deal with a lot of clients uh, up top, right? There are a lot of our clients, first point of contact here is uh, you. And I think, look, it's a human thing, right? Like, how much do you call? You just want to know, okay? Um, tell us, if a, if a client does that and they really push you, what are they... What are they preventing themselves from finding out? Anything, really. I mean, they're just, they're honestly just scratching the surface when it comes to uh, what we offer. And yes, our website does show a lot of stuff, it shows basically everything. But in order to navigate it correctly, it's important to, to talk to somebody first. And yeah, I, I know that, okay, if it's way out of your budget range, okay, I get it. Um, if you're really doing that, but I think the way the, the type of couples that gravitate towards us see the value initially and they become curious, right? And so when they ask that question of what it costs, I'm like, okay, hold on. Let's let's pump the brakes real quick. Let's let's find out what's important to you first. Let's see if we're a good fit before we start getting into that conversation. And when they do that, it just doesn't allow for us to honestly see how we can really, really bring an immersive experience to their big day, which is what's most important. Tommy, what do you say to people who maybe are asking for that and then get that, the reason why they turn off after it is that initial like st uh, sticker shock, right? So what would you say to those people? Well, first I'd say, all right, let, let's explore what are, what's some of the value points that we can give to you. Let, let me walk you through why... Uh, let me prove to you why we are the price that we are, right? I think, um, first and foremost, Mike, to your point, I think why that question comes, uh, the cost question comes first is because you don't know what else to ask, right? It's your first, most oftentimes, your first time going through it, mm -hmm. you're, you're, um, you just, it's a comfortable question. It's an immediate, you know, knee-jerk reaction type of thing. So, you know, what I think 
the purpose of this episode is to kind of coach you through, yes, it's an important question to ask at some point, um, and you need to know what things are going to cost and what your what we consider your investment is going to be, and Mike will probably touch up on that because I know he's big on that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But just get the full picture first. So, Mike, to your question, um, to the people that do get the sticker shock, ask, okay, why? You know, let, let me understand your pricing and then walk me through what I get for that, you so, know, as opposed to just right. walking away. So, okay, so follow-up question should be why, right? right? That's, exactly. that's, that, that's the shift in the paradigm, right? Yeah. So it's, instead of asking how much, why, why? is, is, is yeah. and that further kind of dives into the process. So. Here's yeah. what's never made a lot of sense to me is if, you know, companies, so if you're looking at entertainment companies or you're looking at florists or you're looking at videographers, whatever, mm-hmm. they all offer the same service in the way that a restaurant offers the same service. You go in, you sit down, you eat, you pay, you leave, right? But there is a very big difference if you're talking about your local diner and then a, you know, a five-star... Michelin-rated right, you <laughs> restaurant. Know, yeah. Right, exactly. And so you have to... T- that's not to say that everybody wants to spend you know $800 on a dinner. We understand that as well. But you have to look at the value that you're getting. You know, It's a bad thing if you're shopping for a car and you just call up two random car dealerships and you say, I want a car, how much? It's like, whoa, wait a second. And I tell you, okay, one will be uh, 30000 and the other will be 60000 You're going to say, okay, give me the 30000 one. But you're not taking into account, well, why am I paying this extra? What brand, what make is it? You know, what kind of service am I getting? We all know uh, higher-end cars, even from a service perspective, right? Higher-end cars, uh, when you go to, to get an oil change or you go to get this or that, they have better service, right, where they're giving you le- loaner cars and things. So it's like you have to take all of those things into account. At the right. end of the day, you still have to make a decision, right? But y- that question up top is a real bad disqualifier, and it's it's a it's a, a pitfall we see a lot of our clients. Make. I think it also it cuts people short for exploring really good vendors too, because mm-hmm. you don't, you know, we have people that work with us all the time. Like, look, admittedly, we're not the cheapest. We're not the most expensive, but we're not the cheapest. But I can see that disqualifying a lot of people that would first consider us, but then they see the value that we we give and mm-hmm. they make that decision. Yeah. Right? And I, I want to say something, which just happened a couple of weeks ago. I was talking to a client and they were like, the first thing they said was budget, 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 budget. Mm-hmm. Usually those clients aren't a good fit for us. However, I was able to convince her to hop on a call with me, a Zoom call, and explained why we are the way we are, right? She ended up booking us. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because she goes, I, I didn't realize why, I didn't understand why you were pushing me to, to hop on a call so much until obviously after this call, because I always ask for feedback at the end of my calls. And she goes, I'm so happy I did. So my challenge to people that are listening is that it's not a waste of time to find out why. It ultimately comes down to your decision. Exactly. So just have the conversation. You know, Look, I, I could I could see people on the other side of this microphone listening, right? F- feeling like, oh, this is getting a little salesy pitchy, right? But here, let me just break it down for you like this. When it comes to talent positions, a talented photographer, a talented musician, a talented videographer, talent is very important. That is one thing that you are going to pay for. Uh, we, we talent to us at talent acquisition, talent uh, procurement is very important to us. However... Uh, it is about 20% of what we do. The other 80% that clients, to your point, Tom, don't know to ask about up front is what is that planning process? What is the access and level of security I am getting from a wedding vendor from now through to my wedding day? 
that's not a sexy conversation, right? right. It's not sexy. For, it's it's real sexy for me to tell you that you know the sax player that's at your wedding also plays on Saturday Night Live, which can be the case here. It's not as sexy to say, yeah, and we're in office sixty hours a week, so you have access to us, and we're always going to like be <laughs> answering your emails in an, in a timely fashion. But that's part of the service, right? You know what's funny though? It was a couple of weeks ago we wrote. Uh, I think this was a a question prompt on Forbes or one of those media outlets that we work with, and. Um, you asked me, you asked both of us, you're like, okay, here's an, here's a, uh, example question. I want to know what your thoughts are if they're in line with mine. If you're, give me what your clients think they want. Yeah. And then I like that question. Th- that question was awesome. All right, so so like, elaborate what, on that. Yeah. Well, it, if I remember correctly, I'll some, give you the question. Give me you the, give question. the answer. Okay. Yeah. Your clients come to you and they think they want X. What they really want is Y. Is y. Right. Yeah. What is why, basically? Exactly. And what is so, X? And and without hesitation, we ask like, we want a packed dance floor. We want a really fun time at our wedding. We want everybody to dance and have we a good time all, and, right. and everything. That's the X. The Y is security and comfort. Right. How do we get there? Is through the resources that we give you. Basically, again, the why. Ask why. Now, the point that I'm trying to make here, if I can just wrap my thought up, is. Yeah, we don't want to be too salesy, but at the end of the day, it's it's actual it's factually based, right? To have the resources, not just our company, any company that can that can really provide you that exceptional service, it comes at a cost, right? It's mm-hmm. salaries, it's uh it's it's bills for for having a physical office and doing all of that the stuff. The infrastructure. Right. Yeah. And so again, it's probably not that sexy, but when you really start to break it down, you know, to the average consumer, it makes a lot of sense, right? Um, so that is part of what you're investing in as well. And I think we should end on this, and I'm going to throw to you, mm-hmm. um, the difference between cost and investment. Yeah. Right? There's so many things that you're going to be getting for your wedding, when it, whether it's welcome bags or whether it's your limos or, or lodging or your your vendors. And when I say there's a, an expense and there's and there's an investment, it's really comes down to what are people going to remember, right? And so I use my my wedding as an example all the time. I thought I had the best flowers for the theme that I was coming out with, and I thought my vendor was absolutely phenomenal. Not one freaking person talks about them. Can't even tell you what they looked like, and yep. I wore one yep. on my lapel. Exactly. And so I always say you can have the best venue, you can have the best food, and you can have the best alcohol in the world. But if your entertainment sucks, your party is going to suck. And that's just factual. I've been to so many weddings where the entertainment was so bad, it just felt like the secondhand embarrassment for the bride and groom and I'm, or, the, or whoever was getting married. And I'm just like, guys, this could have been so much better. And it, the fluidity of how people communicate to the guests towards the how well the music is being played, all of these little things, it is so freaking important. And that's why we say it's com- the security level and the comfortability level with whom you invest for your entertainment will make or break your wedding. Uh, well, Tommy, less, less closing thoughts on this topic. Yeah, just remember to ask why. I, I'd say make sure that you're comparing apples to apples, you know, like to your car example. Oh, that's it's huge. It, yeah, it, it's like, okay, if I call up two Honda dealerships and I say I want car number X and one is one price and one's the other, it's, I'm getting the same car. Mm-hmm. I know that, mm-hmm. right? For a service-based business and, and um, things that you will be investing in, is a little different. Just make sure that you're collecting all of your data first, then make your decision. And, and it may look like the same service on it paper. It may look like, yeah. And a lot of couples fall short of this. It may look the same, but you really need to dive deeper on is it actually the same. 
Yeah. And I'll end on talent real quick, especially I see this a lot, not so much for musicians um, in our industry, but with DJs. And I, I call I call it out. I call out the elephant in the room and I say, look, anybody can walk up to a DJ mixer with a finger and hit play on a button. Okay, what you're investing in, uh, you know, if if me telling you we work 60 hours a week in office doesn't do it and you want to actually focus in on talent. okay, let's talk about talent. You're paying for superior talent of that person's experience and ability to walk in, read the room, know what your crowd wants at that point. Uh, technical ability is one thing. It's the experiential ability on the other side. And the since we, we're always big about moments and experience here, yeah. you know, that's part of what you're going to do. So in, in summation, I'll end where we started, and that is don't ask it first. Ask it, but don't ask it first. And when you ask it, always ask why. Right. Yep. That was a real. We were real serious on that one, huh? Yeah. We were. We were very. Take we're it pa- it's a topic we're passionate about. Yeah. We are take passionate. It, take it very personally on that one. Yeah. We're usually loosey goosey. Yeah. You know. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see everybody back here uh, next time on uh, Tom's House of uh, Fun Planning Tips. <laughs> you can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at Elegant.